This is Christine McCormick-Little, and I am bringing this podcast to you from Cincinnati, Ohio, where I inspire innovation and personalization in schools and in life. Thanks for joining me today for episode six about sketchnoting with one of our Forest Hills amazing English language arts teachers, Mindy Trujillo. So sketchnoting is basically a way that you can respond to either a lecture you're listening to, um, you can respond to something you're reading, you can respond to, uh, you can use it as a quiz. Most of the examples that I saw when I was doing research on it or looked at research from like Kyle or Melanie, it was in response to someone lecturing. Like it's a, it's okay. a different way to take notes. It's more visual. It, it includes, so you can use equal signs, plus signs, dashes, draw images, write words, write quotes. It's, it can kind of be all over. So it's recording your thoughts and your ideas and the notes as you're going. Okay. I don't do a lot of lecturing. So I decided to take that and sort of switch it up and use it as a quiz option. That's how I started first. And then recently I brought it into my seniors. And when we were reading a short story, instead of just doing like questions or discussion, because I had kids in and out with AP testing. So what I did is they had to do that as they were responding to a story. That was actually very cool because again, I told them, you know, you can use words, you can use symbols, you can ide- have ideas, you can have commentary, thoughts about something with your opinion. It can go all over the page, but I want to see you involved in the reading. And so as they were reading and flipping the pages, they were adding artwork and images and ideas to it. Those were very cool. So I, I would definitely do that again. Awesome. Okay. So how do students respond to sketchnoting? Do they like it? Or I heard, I've heard some feedback in here, but let's The very yeah, there's some that absolutely love it. Like this is just to see how different they are. These are some from a story that we read. And they were doing these as they were reading. So that's some from my senior class. And it's easy, it's quick for me to look at that and see if they were really reading and what they were pulling out from it. I get a combination, the very first time I do it in a class, I get exactly what Lindsay said. I'm not an artist, Mm -hmm. I can't draw, can I do stick figures? And I'll say, it doesn't even have to have pictures on it. Like, it could be- Because you have words. Exactly. Just a few arrows. Right, arrows, words, plus size, equal signs, your reaction. Um, you could do sort of have it be like mind mapping where you've got one idea in the middle and then you're branching off of that with other thoughts of ideas or kind of like a word web. You can do it that way. And once they kind of get that in their head, like, oh, I don't have to be an artist. They don't have to look amazing. So the one I was just talking about that I did as a quiz option, um, So these are some of the ones that I got. And they're kind of all over. I haven't okay. looked at all of them yet. All seniors who are gone to Cedar Point trip Saturday need to turn in $44. And honestly, it's kind of fun for me when I'm grading a quiz that I've got three different things and it's not all the same. So I like that a lot. And Monday, May 22nd, will also be college t-shirt day for seniors. Two college t-shirt days. And I think that... There will be two optional packing meetings option one is this thursday after school sometimes it is important to know exactly you know to have an objective quiz or short answer and have them explain something so i would never just get rid of that but then there are also times when it's nice to shake it up because i feel like i get more personal reaction to what they're reading through these 
Yes, and I tell them they can use, like I said, word maps, they can add diagrams, they can have speech bubbles, or, or they can even do bullet points and more organized thoughts. So it's supposed to be um, expressive and call attention to important ideas. And at 7 p.m., our boys will take on Madeira, which is an Ohio High School Athletic Association event. Chapter, so there are no student so passes. Like, correct, yes. Yeah, that's one chapter. But one the ticket, which costs $7, We'll get you into both games. Come out and support. I love it. So, yeah, the main, the main, if kids are um, not into it in the beginning, it's by Lindsay. Thanks, girl. You too. It's really because they are they consider themselves not artists yeah. and they and they also that think that's what they're going to be judged correct yeah so it takes a while to overcome that i did show a couple examples of of ones um that i found on the internet just so they could kind of see but i didn't want to spend too much time with that because i didn't want them to think that theirs had to look like what someone else's right. is that was my next question yeah how did you prepare them what did you tell them about it. Yeah. So I just explained direction. what sketch noting is. I said, you know, it's a way to take notes, it's a way to react to something, it's a way to show what you're learning or what you're retaining. Um, I tell them I want reactions to things. Um, I don't want them to get, and I tell them, don't get overwhelmed in what your page is going to look like. It doesn't have to look a certain way. I want you just to start, start wherever you are on that white page and just go for it. I want reactions. Um, I usually say some sort of images, words, arrows, grab, like whatever's comfortable for you. And I did show, like I said, I showed him a couple examples um, that I found on the internet. Okay. So they could just get a quick visual, but I did not stay on one very long because I didn't want them to think, here's what mine has to look like. Right. Um, you show them Sylvia Duckworth, they go, no, I can't draw. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> right. And I've got a few artists who are all about, well, I saw some that you shared with me. I'm like, yes, exactly. So some of them really get into it and they think it's a, it's just a better way for them to express themselves. So like even for this one, I said, Hey Kayla, um, you know, including symbols on there. I wanted to see that in theme. Well, it's very easy for me to see, okay, well, this is clearly, she's talking about the symbolism of Piggy's cracked, you know, lenses. And now he only has one lens and he's the visionary. Um, the shell is the way, you know, it's the democracy, but it's it's losing its power. So it's very easy for me still to sort of look at this and see if they've got the main, like the gist of mm -hmm. what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Love it, love it. Um, do you think that the students were more engaged with this type of activity or did it go back to, if I'm an artist, I'm super engaged, if I'm not? I think once they got started or get started, they get really into it. Yeah. Um, I have inevitably always have students and I'll, it's kind of like a one period thing who want to take it home and finish it. And I do sometimes let them do that, especially because they want to add color and they didn't have time. It's very hard to have something like this be a 10 minute quiz though, because they can't get out what they want to get out. But for me, like I said, I'm getting a lot more from that than I would a standard objective quiz. Right. Or even when we did it with reading, which like I said, it's the first time I've done that. I will definitely do that again. It was a, um, a story in my Vietnam class with my mm -hmm. seniors and they were chatty. And once they got reading and, and working on their sketch notes, it was so quiet. And it was easy for me to see and pull things from that for discussion. Right. You know, um, yeah. Are they work in pairs at all to do a sketch? Note? I've never done it in pairs. Okay. I've only done it individual. Okay. Interesting. So what advice would you give any teacher that wanted to try sketch noting? 
I would say dig around into it a little bit and see what's out there, what it looks like, what are some ways you can use it, and then be creative with it. I don't, like I said, I I saw lots of cool ones that were like a history less lecture or I don't know, things like that, and, and I don't do that. So I'm like, okay, I like this idea, I like giving choices, I like changing it up a little bit, but how do I make that work for me? And I think I you just it. have to be not afraid to say- It's an innovation on an idea. Right. Because you've taken it, repurposed it, said, I'm not a lecturer, so how can I it, use this strategy? Important. I would say also, you know, find a, a resource. Like if you are, you know, not sure about it, you can find a resource. Um, I I want to try it with technology, mm -hmm. like maybe Google Draw or something like that, and then you can add in links and stuff if you wanted to. But I started with what I was comfortable with, which was paper markers, pencils, yeah. pen. Sure. And, and it, technology is not the exactly best for right like this because it's not. What will happen, I think, is the flow, the creative flow, is wanting to go over to the executive yes. brain and figuring out how to use the technology. So it's going to take them out of that creative. Oh, exactly. Right. So that would be my concern, unless they were so um, proficient at the technology and using it for drawing that it would be right. okay, natural. But I think and this is really, I mean, it's it's kind of a, just a more sophisticated or creative way of brainstorming. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and that's what I kept telling them because we do lots of free writes or writing sprints. Uh, which is also part of my OWP training, and I tell them all the time, like, think of it as free writing. It doesn't have to be in a particular order. It doesn't have to be organized. It doesn't have to be chronological. I want, when an idea comes in your head and that makes you think of the next thing and that makes you, then I want all, I want that recorded. Awesome. So, yeah, that's why I like paper and pen. Awesome. Love it. And the nice thing about uh, using it in response to something you're reading is having them put in through words or images or graphs, like their reaction to what they're reading too. Because some kids are really quiet and you don't ever get that. But then I'll get these really interesting drawings or an insightful line with a picture and that's right. cool. Right, awesome. So what classes do you use this with? All, all of them or is it certain ones? I started with my freshman pre-AP okay. because I've experienced a lot with them. Uh, in different ways, which has been really good. Sure. Then I moved it into my senior selective classes. So, and the freshmen are the ones that are doing the the blogs too. So they're kind of used to different things. That's awesome. Did you feel that they were already prepared from using a lot of those technologies at Nagel? Which like part? The blog? The, yeah, the blog yes. and some of these just out of the box kind of unique. Take yes, they do not need much tech help at all, which is mm -hmm. great. Um, but I do think that, and so I wanted to make sure they knew how to create a blog and, and start them. And so what I did is focused on okay, once you have it, I want it to be yours. Put your personality in there. Add, um, you know, you can have your own personal images. You can have your artwork up there. And then we're actually using those in different ways to respond to other people's blogs. But I do think Nagel did help. Yes. Good. Good. Yeah. Well, you know, we've we've had technology for so long now. The kids that didn't have it have already graduated. Right. You know? so right. Everybody yeah. really right. should be at the same level at this point. Right. And like I said, with the sketch notes, I say in some ways, like just think of being an active doodler. Mm -hmm. Like instead yeah, of just daydreaming with doodling, active doodle. Do it do it in response. But it doesn't have to be artwork. You know, it's it's right. doodles as it's you go. Flowing. It's picking up it's your, just your flow right. of thought. Right. So I want to capture your ideas as you're going along.
Do you have any particular resource that you use as your go-to resource regarding sketchnoting? Mainly just, there was a blog link, I think, uh, or two that Kyle Mack sent out. I'm pretty sure it was Kyle, and I went through those. Thank you for listening to the Hack Ed Leadership Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, tell your friends and colleagues. Additional resources can be found at hackedleadership.com. Have a great day, and don't forget to stretch yourself and inspire others.